I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The party, the pants, with the pants, party with pants. Welcome, friends. We ask a lot of questions here, and it's not, are you wearing your mask? Because who knows, depending on the region of the world you're in, you might be wearing it, you might not be wearing it. The only thing we are concerned about is, are we wearing pants? That's right. It is the Feeding the Monster podcast feeds main show, Are We Wearing Pants? I am one of your fearless leaders, Mark Kamire, uh, but I'm not alone. I'm never alone. They don't leave me alone. I am joined by the uh, ever-pleasant Jeff Saunders. What's up, Jeff? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be here. Happy to be uh, back doing another episode of Pants. Uh, this is one of my favorite things to do, and I love hanging out with all of you dinglings. Thanks. Speaking of dinglings, uh, Christy McGee is also with us. That's right, Christy. How are you feeling about that? Not, not great. Not, not, uh, not my favorite. But I am here nonetheless um, to just try to do something. This just in: McGee is not a fan of Dingalings. We will put that on the list. There is an ever-growing one, uh, and uh, one of her actual favorite things, I'm sure, in this world. John Mariano is also with us. What's up, John? Confirmed. You know, we took a hiatus because um, we were trying to improve the quality of the show. And the idea was less is more. And I'm a little upset with you guys because here we are doing a show and this is more. So more is less. I mean, what's going on? You got us there. I don't really know what to say. I'll be honest. It's- <laughs> That's the voice of producer extraordinaire Thomas Risling. Uh, I give you no introduction because less is more. How you doing? I'm good, man. That was flawless. Great job. <laughs> I like how we didn't even. Victory? I like how we like. I was like, "Hey, Jeff, we're ready for that video," and then all of a sudden the intro came on, and we were all kind of like. <laughs> and Mark's like kind of pointing at himself, like, "Do I go? Do I go?" And I'm like, "Last second, I see it. I'm like, yes, you do the intro." <laughs> That's I'm just glad you saw it. At the very if not, I was just going to go ahead and go. At the beginning of this, you're going to see me nodding one time really heavily before I stop myself and realize we were live. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so I want to talk to you guys for a second. Just, I know we have like a ton of notes. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about sacrifice and sacrifice for production because it is loud as ass, like, like Satan's asshole outside my house right now. And, and honestly, to, to help out the quality of the show, I have shut all my win- windows. It is about 110 degrees Fahrenheit in my room. And my old, so to answer the question, I am not wearing pants. I'm wearing shorts. But my old pant, old man nutsack is stuck to the floor because when things get wet against a, a hardwood floor, the hardwood and, and my wet nutsack kind of congeal together. So 
I am sacrificing for the for the good of the show right now. You are sacrificing. I am hey, sacrificing, hey, Thomas. Hey, hey. I just want to point out it was it was John that said less is more. But anyway, that's the kind of quality <laughs> content you get here at Feeding the Monster podcast feed. Well, what could you expect if you've been with us even for a short amount of time? You already know what you're in for, and uh, I think you're in for a good show. Uh, isn't that right, Christy McGee? What have you got lined up for us? I think I think we should throw it to you first. That it. sounds great. Uh, I'm a little in shock because I must have missed all of the Satan's asshole education while I was in Catholic school, but I will recheck my notes. In the meantime, um, I had so much fun doing the vibe quiz for you guys last time, and I learned so much about everybody that I wanted to do another one. And for some oh reason, somebody else said that was okay. So here we are. So... Um, just like last time, five questions, and we can go around and all answer them together, and I'll write down your scores, and at the end, I will show you what vibe card you got. Let's do it. So, that is our vibe. This was great is last that we're time. Gonna, are we going to change the name of the show to what? What is our vibe now? Because no. Of this no. No? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Christy, for no, putting no, a no, firm no, stop no, to that. <laughs> I, I have it, guys. Oh? I, mm-hmm. it's, Christy, it's Christy's vibe game. And as players, wear vibrators. So it's Christie's vibrators. Oh, I like that. Okay. Confirmed. Turning off New my shirt. Now. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> that's it. You should already have turned your DMs off, but that's another story for another day. We need to go, go back and actually write down every time we've said that's a shirt. I, uh, I, have, is... a, I have a short list uh, covering I, the first, I think, five episodes. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Jeff. You're I know, I know. Guy. Yep. Give, me, give me the list and I'll get I'll get to cracking on it. All right, back Boom. on track, fellas. Sorry, Let's yes. go. Quiz Question number one, and these are multiple choice. How many piercings have you had? Zero, one to five, six to ten, eleven to fifteen, sixteen to twenty, or twenty-one or over. Jesus, can I can I ask a qualifying mm. question? Of course you can. Are these intentional piercings or any time no. my skin has been lanced? Anytime your skin has been lanced. Well, then let me recount for a second. No, no, that's just for him. The rest of you have to answer intentional piercings. Oh, all right. What, what, what was the fourth option? Like 25 uh, 11, 11 to 15. Oh. Is there a fifth option? Yeah, there's. I have A through F here. So zero, one to five. <laughs> Longest multiple choice ever. I did not see this on the uh, TCAP uh, tests when I grew up. I wish there had been an F option. <laughs> I always do A through F for all of them. What are What are the ranges again, Christy? Zero, one to five. 6 to 10, 11 to 15, 16 to 20, or 21 and over? I'm in 1 to 5. Thank you. I am also 1 to 5. And that includes the accidentals. Jeff? Do do nips count? Yes. 1 to (laughs) 5. Johnny? I'm legally old enough to buy alcohol right now. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Second question. If you could only wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
a power harness and panties made from fur, just a red crop top, red shorts, yellow shoes, and white gloves, the top half of a sailor's uniform, hat included, a pink and black striped short romper, or a Bigfoot costume. Yeah, you're going to have to, like, repeat those options and uh, distinguish A through what you That's easy for me. I'm going for the halter top. How don't... I mean, how don't we all have the same answer here? I'm, I'm sure I have Jeff's yeah. answer. Me and Jeff are going to have the same answer here. 100% most of us will probably have Jeff's answer. But uh, please repeat those and, and include the, the alphabet. Okay. A, a power harness and panties made from fur. Got it. B, just a red crop top. C, red shorts, yellow shoes, and white gloves. D, the top half of a sailor's uniform, hat included, E, a pink and black striped short romper, or F, a Bigfoot costume. <laughs> well, I'll be the odd man out here. I'm going to go with uh, the Roger Rabbit attire that you uh, you listed, which is like, what, the yellow shoes, the red pants, and the, and the white gloves? Because that's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll go with that. Can't wait to see it. Please. Thomas, uh, I will gladly take the red halter top, or, or crop top, or whatever you call <laughs> the it. Crop top. Crop top. Of He's going full poo bear. Hey, I I just want to point out here: Straight are we down. wearing pants? It's exactly. not. Are no, we wearing Roger, Roger Rabbit's Rabbit. gimmick? So, um, Jeff, onward. Okay, so I I was <laughs> thinking poo bear, you know, because poo bear, and uh, I was thinking Donald Duck outfit would be kind of nice. But I got to go with Bigfoot, <laughs> just because. To the surprise of absolutely I, no one. I'm, I'm actually—I I was thinking about going to Disney World this year, but I'm going to put it off. So we'll go with Bigfoot. And Johnny, I think your options are bullshit. <laughs> um, so, 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 so can we? Because you pandered to Jeff here, right? Where the fuck is the Godzilla costume? I thought for sure you were going to go for the He-Man outfit. No, no, I'm going for the Bigfoot outfit because Jeff and I are going to kaiju fight on the miniature stage. I cannot wait to see that. I'm super excited. I'm going to have to agree with uh, <laughs> I feel John like John here. just got mad. Where's the like, Godzilla outfit? This is like in school when you have that one kid in class who's like, when you're like, what is five plus five? And they're like, nine. And you're like, no. And they're like, fuck you, you're wrong. <laughs> like, this is, this yeah. is pretty much that situation so, right now. So the, the entire southern U.S.? <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, I said it. Am I wrong, Jeff? He, he's allowed. No, no. What, what What's going to happen is we're going to oh, spend all of our it. budget getting that G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Yeah. And then me and John are going to fight on top of it, dressed Ooh. up like a Bigfoot. Oh. All right. So the third question is a would you rather. Oh. Would you rather have someone see all of the photos on your phone or all of your text messages? All oh, of the photos. My. And Mark just shit himself. No, I just, I'm going to have to really think now. These were supposed to be fun. <laughs> I'm, I'll go first. I want you to see my photos because I have nothing to hide. Same. You probably have some really good photos. Does I know it, Thomas does. Yeah. Is, is, is who sees the photos and or text like an option? It's me. Oh, you? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, photos. Is there a both and, option? 
No. Because like, I don't really give a shit. If it's you, I don't really care. It's would you rather. But thanks, guys. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got to go with pictures, too. And Jeff? Yeah, I'm going to go with pictures, uh, just because I do have stuff to hide, but... Tricks, you are reading all your text messages right now. Damn it. Anyway, how do you get rid of the hiccups? A, a spoonful of sugar. B, swallowing hot sauce. C, holding your breath. D, drinking upside down. Or E, asking someone to scare you. Hey, hey, Mary Poppins, does a spoonful of sugar help the hiccups go down? No, it makes it way worse. I don't know who the hell told you that would stop it. Thanks, Mary Poppins. Um, I'm holding my breath. This is why we don't take education from films, Mark. This is, yeah. I I didn't realize Mark had so much much beef with Mary Poppins. Yeah, there's a lot of like contesting answers. Are you okay? Anger. I've never wow, been Wow, your results. Guys, your results are going to just uh, be fascinating. Yeah. I, I, I have an answer you, here. How do you get rid of the, your hiccups? So the way I get rid of my hiccups is first I eat some minty game meat. And then once I do, I, I, I down all the cocaine gum. Yes. Smart man. Okay. I, Smart man. I then, <laughs> he downs I, it. I then do what, they, what is called painted black mm-hmm. as I light the fuckers up and poison their fucking moonshine. Yep. I feel like you did not just answer Christy's question, and I feel like you should do so. You you have to pick one of the options. I love how you asked if I was okay after John gave you that answer. I just... Two plus two equals I'm four, John. So beyond concerned. So I, mean, beyond I mean, that was that, that was my long way of saying it. That, to me, that's a spoonful of sugar. That sounded like a spoonful of sugar. That's what I actually called it to, to the boys when we're playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. A spoonful of sugar. That's going to be your next horse's name. <laughs> Jeff, how do you get rid of the hiccups? Which which option was the cocaine gum? No, no, that that sweetheart. That's not an option. What oh. <laughs> worse? She, she went full oh. teacher mode on you. No, sweetie. No. No. We don't sugar. Sugar, hot sauce, holding your breath, drinking upside down, or asking someone to scare you. I, I think I, I hold my breath. That that's my true answer. That's really what I do in real life. I would love for someone to try and scare me to get rid of the hiccups. I feel like that would be fun, but it won't Thomas. work. Thomas. Um what are my options again? Sorry. There was a lot of back and Cocaine. forth. There. Uh, Sugar, hot sauce, holding your breath, drinking upside down, or asking someone to scare you. Holding your breath? Okay. Is Drink, that drinking upside down? That's a. You never done yeah, that? No. So you like you have that. the you drink from the other side of the glass, so you like tip over. Yeah. No. Oh, that just that's, what, that's what I do. No, it works great. I do it all the time. That's how I do it. It's like a homemade neti pot. You're so a homemade like, neti pot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Got you there. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. All right, last yeah. last question, you animals. Which cartoon cast would you rather go on a camping trip with? The Thundercats, the Transformers, the cast of DuckTales, Inspector Gadget, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or the Smurfs? Oh my god. This is so wow. hard. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, oh, why is it always easy for you? Me. If it's a camping trip, I'm going to go with the Transformers because one of those assholes is going to 
transform themselves into a sweet ass RV. So goddamn right. I'm gonna be inside inside. Optimus Prime. I don't care. I love it. That's what Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I've made myself a camper for you. Inside me. (laughs) I want that to be my ringtone. Jeff, who are you going camping with? So, so does this include like all seasons of these shows? Yes. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, Transformers because in the third season, that's when RC showed yes. us. You know, I like my ladybots. <laughs> and Thomas, I'm sorry. These they're so distracting. I need my choices once more. Thundercats, Transformers, Ducktales, Inspector Gadget, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or the Smurfs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hands down. And Johnny, what was your easy, easy response? One of my first crushes on the planet, Chitara. Oh. oh. She's not. And you take that back. So. <laughs> All right. Give You're me a right. second. I'm going to tally She's up a very classy here. cat. <laughs> okay. Whoa. So I have your scores. With a score of 69, John got Hey-oh. <laughs> the reverse tree. Oh. Oh. Wow. A tree with pants. Oh. A tree with a dick. With a score <laughs> of 148, Thomas got the mushroom with the bomb. Oh, speaking oh. this is like the most fitting thing ever. That worked, with, that's so appropriate. With a score of 3,006, 3, Jeff got the Wheel of Cheese with the monocle. <laughs> that looks like Pac-Man. And Very with a low. score of two, Mark got a taxidermy mouse dressed as a witch. <laughs> a score and of two. that is your five quiz. And you gave me a dead <laughs> mouse. <laughs> oh, and I got, um, when I took it, I got lavender cotton candy. Oh. Who got the highest? That's right. Jeff did. Jeff got like a 3,000 score 3, somehow. <laughs> Again? Didn't Jeff get the highest in the last one too? Probably. Chris, likes him best. Favoritism. Favoritism. Yeah, I'm going to change my name to Andre. Man. How about how about I make yeah. you a cake to uh, make up for it? I'm sure we can find an interesting shaped can- uh, pan for that. Oh, that was just oh. a fantastic uh, transition there. John, you have something very, very interesting for us to look at. Let's pull this up. You noticed something. Uh, I don't know whether you noticed the article or whether you noticed it in the show. Do you want to fill us in? Yeah, no, I I noticed it in an article. I wish Ah. I noticed it on the show. I watched the show as a child. It's one of my childhood favorite shows. And it made, like, okay, so a lot of times in TV history, they hide something in the background. Seinfeld was famous for this with Superman. He put Superman, like, on every, like, almost every episode everywhere in the episodes yeah mm-hmm. but more importantly uh, I, I i want to talk about this there is a cake pan on the wall of the golden girls i'm pretty sure it's sophia's i did i deducted this <laughs> because it's I, i'm pretty sure it's sophia's house i know dorothy is a daughter it might be dorothy's house um maybe rose brought it over and hung it on the wall um, the obvious choice would be Blanche, but I feel like that's the low-hanging joke here. And, and, and low-hanging might be a pun, 
because it's a dick pan. <laughs> it is. And then, Christy, you had immediately some some things to fire back when we were uh, kind of discussing the notes yesterday. Why don't you counter John's it's a dick pen? So here's the thing, John. It's not a dick. It's a lobster. And I understand why you can't see it. Because you oh. are so... Johnny, you are so allergic to lobsters that your brain just will not view them. Christy. And this is, as a safety feature, your How brain... How many fucking aquariums have you been to? All of the lobsters into dicks just to Wait. save your health and your Christy. sanity. <laughs> this just, it's just a mental protective layer, John. It's okay to see dicks everywhere. Let it go, man. Okay, I'm calling you by your full name now. She just turned you into Jonah Hill from Superbad, who's drawing all the dicks. How many fucking lobsters have you seen in your life? A fair amount. Right? He How many of them look like a dick? What's that? How many lobsters look like a dick? Uh, thankfully, not many. How many lobsters look like they have balls and a little mushroom head? Uh, only the ones that are turned into cake pan okay. form. Okay, this fucking cake pan, I could coddle the balls and stroke the mushroom head. Okay, there's a shaft. Like, all the parts. You tell me what part Wait, of the lobster is the, is, is the shaft. It, oh, that's the lobster body. And then the head, as you call it, is the fantail. And then the balls, as you were saying, those are the little the pincher claws. Okay, a nutsack and pincher claws look nothing like. That's either terrible artwork or that's a fucking dick. Yeah, because it's a cake pan. Hold and on. so it, it has to... Um, what are you pulling up pretty... pictures of... Those are some pretty sharp-looking testicles, I will say. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're good-looking testicles. They're sharp. No, they're. <laughs> I apologize to the realtor who left these uh, notepads at our door, who I'm now using uh, for this test. John, um, remember that like meme that came up like about about a year and a half ago with the two dresses, and it was like, "Do you see gold and white or blue and whatever the fuck?" Um, oh my god. I like how you think that was a year and a half ago. The pandemic really did a number on you. That's like yeah, three years ago. Yeah, Pat. it did. I mean, my, my hair's gone. Look at me. I'm old. Um, okay, John, um, we're going to play a game here called Dick or Lobster. Um, so so first, excuse my drawings, Dick or Lobster? I mean, that's a lobster. That's a lobster? Okay. John, Dick or Lobster? That's also a lobster. Okay. John, dick or lobster? That's a dick. Okay, so. That is a dick with two succulent balls. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present my evidence to the court. This man has no mental defense. This man can clearly differentiate lobster from balls, shaft, and head. I, I, John, I'd like to... Can I throw something in there? Are you cross-examining my witness? Well, I, 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 I say objection, I Jeff. Say objection. Objection. Overruled. I want to. I want to. I want to oh! uh, back up what John said. You can't. Uh, you can't be the judge and the prosecutor <laughs> or the defender. I, yes, can. I can. I watch Better Mark, Call Saul. I, I know how the courtroom judge. works. I would. I would argue that the court you will hear make, out the defense. <laughs> I would argue that you could make a cock and balls look like a lobster. But, oh, but I don't know that you can necessarily make a lobster look like a cock and balls. I've maybe been on a few body painting websites and you can do a lot of things with 
paint on your body. So I, I'm just saying Where is this that's going? a dick pan and you guys are just painting it up to look like a lobster. Just stain? I did okay. <laughs> I mean you're not yeah, okay. <laughs> I will say, uh, well, I, I had a Betty Cocker joke, but uh, it seems moot because now that I'm looking at it, because the testicles on this pan do seem oddly sharp, uh, I will say to McGee's, uh, to be fair, McGee, yeah, you're, there you go, um, it does kind of look like a lobster. I see it now. However, now I'm looking at the picture in the context of the TV show as it's hanging behind the, uh, what is that, Blanche? Is that Blanche? Yeah, uh, yeah, I it's can't... clearly a dick. That's, yeah, that's a dick. That's a, mm. yeah. So, perspective. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, I, I, would, I would like to, to, to just end my point here. On Before this panel. I hear you. Other than Jeff, I have seen Dick more times in my life than anybody else on this panel. <laughs> so that is clearly a dick. Um, yes, I'm playing the age card now. Are you are you saying that because of the the amount that you've seen, or just have you've had the longest time to look at your own? Yes. Yes. My thing is, why why would you have why would you have a lobster pan for cake? Oh, that's that's totally a thing. My grandmother's whole kitchen was no no lobster or dick pans, but that's how she decorated her kitchen was like brass, weird they were shaped like fruits, cake pans like are, weird. Molds are you and- here? Are you here to confirm your grandmother was in fact one of the Golden Girls? Yes, I am. You're is your grandmother Blanche? God no. Well, th- then, well, then you've lost me. Uh, the the <laughs> uh, the court has lost uh, McGee, uh, and we will rule in favor of John. This is in fact a penis ban. John, you uh, I guess are are not guilty. You win, John. I'm are, a champion. You're awarded damages. Well, all I heard is I won. I mean, that's that's pretty much all you need to hear. Uh, Christy and looks so they, upset. Well, I'm just saying, thankfully, it's not a far leap from a dick to a butthole. This is true. See the speech from Team America. Um. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, oh, oh, did I pick it up? And we, right we are moving on. Next, we have uh, Jeff. You, you actually, this is this looks like a science fair study or something um, yes. that you discovered and really wanted us to have a look at. So let's get this pulled up here. You know what I just we, realized, uh, Jeff? Science stuff. Remember, remember how we were like discussing duties about like if we were going to record this for YouTube later, mm-hmm. and we were and we were like, sweet, you'll hit record and then press go. I, I didn't hit record. Yeah, yeah. We haven't recorded anything. <laughs> no, we're recording on my end. Don't worry. Okay. We, we have the audio, this, and this is just going to be a great blooper for later. This will I'm not just... be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it may, but at least you don't have to see me vigorously nodding when this begins like I referenced. <laughs> I was wondering about the... <laughs> That's on me. I mean, it, it was kind of a shotgun start. That's fair. You do have your That's hunting up. hat on, so... That's all right. 
Okay. <laughs> so it's let fair. me get let me get this. Davy Cockett over here. Yeah. Uh, what Davey have you got Cockett. How are your uh, Rock'em Cock'em robots doing, Mark? Oh, they're doing. And how? All right, Jeff. Yes. Walk this us is, through what we see. This is what we want to talk about now. Um, so uh, I saw this on, I don't know, online somewhere. And basically what the, what this is, is this kid, I think he's in the seventh grade. He did a science fair project where he wanted to see what all his pet cat's buttholes touched in his home. Now, they did this like a legit, well, quote unquote, like a legit uh, science project, uh, which I'm going to call bullshit on right here and right now. Uh, as I read the article, the way they went about doing this was they put like some lipstick on the cat's buttholes and then set the cats loose for 10 minutes in the house and then went and looked where the lipstick was left. Uh, but I'm going to call bullshit because like when I was reading through this, it said that these cats had been trained all their lives. Now, I don't, I don't have pets other than a fish and his butthole stays in the fish tank. But if I had pets and they were trainable, I think I would train them not to put their butthole on things. And I have been around cats and I can, I can testify just from watching them for just a little bit of time. They don't leave stuff on their buttholes very long. So I, I don't think that the lipstick would have stayed on their butts for 10 minutes. I think it's probably on their mouths. Yes, John. Um, did you just say that you could train a cat's butthole? Are you claiming that you could train cats' buttholes right now? No, I said you could train. <laughs> they, they claim in the article they could train the cats. The I mean, cat's butthole. We need to. Like, we, where, we don't have this article up, so we do kind of need to like run through this here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. How do you put lipstick on a cat's butthole? I carefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, that's where the training comes in. I don't know. Yeah, wait, train to do train to do what? They're trained to receive lipstick on their buttholes? It just said that it just says in the article that they've been trained. Someone needs to look into this family. So I think that's gonna skew your results, right? I mean, probably. Long and medium haired cats' buttholes made no contact with soft or hard surfaces at all. Soft haired cats made no contact on hard surfaces, but they did find evidence of a slight smear on the soft bedding surface. I don't like that like, sentence. Like where you lay your head at night. Conclusion, Thanks, if your short-haired cat is lying on a surface, well, I mean, I, I lost it. I was. I would like to, to remove the phrase slight smear from everyone's vocabulary because that's incredible. I wonder if that slight smear yeah, yeah. is moist. Okay, okay wait, wait. wait. Yeah. I, I want to help um, Christy out here. Yeah? Okay, we are no longer on this um, podcast network using smear. From now on, we will use the word schmeckle. Schmeckle. Oh uh, well, that's something else. John's. John's. You will say when you go to order your bagel in the morning, uh, I would like a schmeckle of cream cheese on my bagel. <laughs> John, can you record yourself going into your local bagel place and doing that? Yeah, I'd really like to see that. I I don't I don't care I don't care what people think of me. That's fine. I would like a schmeckle of the cinnamon raisin 
cream cheese on my egg everything bagel. Does 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 a rabbi run your 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 bagel shop? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just the scientist in me is looking at some of the statistics here, some of like the criteria. Uh, like you know, yeah, I feel like ten I, minutes I, and like two household cats is probably not enough data. To like exactly. actually say this is a study, and I think that that twelve hundred news radio WOAI is lying. Listen, yeah. look at look at that poster board. This is clearly a kid who fifteen minutes before he had to turn this project in was like, "Oh crap, yeah. I forgot the science fair." There's no exactly. colors on there, and they were like, "Oh, don't worry, the lipstick was only at his butthole for ten minutes." Like, well, that's literally all the time we have. Okay. So, there's 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 more to this. There's like there's like a, a second whole second part of this. Okay. What am I missing? My belief is that this is was all a ploy by the kid's mom to get fifteen minutes of fame, because uh, this was this was blasted all over social media uh, to the to the point where uh, they were invited. Uh, they've been invited to be on the Jimmy Kimmel show. So I think I think the mom turned the kid's ten minutes science project into fifteen minutes of fame. I mean that's probable. Uh, do we hold on here? This is the most important question in all of this. Uh, do we think the kid put the lipstick back in the mom's purse? I yes. can only hope. <laughs> I can only <Jesus>. hope. <laughs> if we are just calling it what it is, and the kid did in fact manage somehow to apply lipstick to a cat's anus without the cat putting up much of a fight, then I think that kid also had the uh, non-presence of mind to replace the lipstick. Yes, I think he absolutely did. I don't even have a cat, and this makes me want to throw away all Where, of my lipstick. I, I, what I want to know is, like, uh, how old this, this young man is. Like, where do, you, where do you go from here? <laughs> it's like it's all downhill. It's all down you. here from lipstick on your you, cat's butthole. Hey, way to go, kid! You've peaked. You know what? I kind of hope he grows up. I kind of hope he grows up to become like a vet, and then uh -huh. that little science fair picture is like hanging in the lobby of his veterinary practice, like thirty years from now. And what all the cats like, get a makeover. What if it like helps oh them detect God. some sort of like cat like butthole disease? Right, there's like a right. worm that's attracted he's to like the lipstick, hero. so it comes out of the butt when yep. you put it on there. Yep. You just solved like cat yeah. butt worms. That would be amazing, <laughs> I, but I, I, I think I agree with Jeff when I think like this was all this is bullshit. Cat yeah. butt worms. I, I'm sure there's there's like a real name for it, but you, yeah, you know where I'm it's going. The, with it's worms. the red one. Just worms. <laughs> cat. You're just worms. Oh, okay. <laughs> We are, uh, is Jeff, is that the, uh, are we Finn well, on the cat butthole story? That That's really, really all about that. But like, uh, there was like when I, when I was reading back over this, like it reminded me of a, an SNL skit and I wanted to share it. I, I, I don't know if we have like anything to share from it, but I'm going to tell you about it. Cause I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, in the early 90s, Kelsey Grammer hosted Saturday Night Live, and they did a little uh, a little bit called Something Smells Good in Stinkville. And Kelsey Grammer did not like good-smelling things. And in the skit, whenever something smelled good, he would say, Honey, 
bring me the cat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he would lift the tail and take a whiff. Good God. <laughs> This is can what I confirm. Forgot all about that skit. I almost feel like we should just pull this up on YouTube. I hope to God it's it's there. Yeah, it's no. Well, it's not on YouTube. I looked and looked. I found oh, it on the bad. NBC website. Okay, let me get this one down. Bam. Okay. Well, we've uh, so far we've covered penis pans, we've done the vibes quiz, and now we've covered a kids' science fair project about a cat's asshole. Um, now we are moving on to comedy gold. Um, Mark, it was you that introduced us to this, correct? I did. Why don't you uh, lead us in? The guy. Sure. Okay. So uh, my fellow pants panelists have never ventured out into. Well, I won't say they've never ventured out into the weird uh, Instagram spaces because I'm sure they have at some point. But they've never come across this certain page called Paperback Paradise. And if you don't know what Paperback Paradise is, basically a guy has taken old uh, book covers and retitled them based on what the covers look like. Now, Think about some of the old book covers you may have seen in your lifetime when you were a kid or what have you. And it looks really weird. And you think, I don't know what this story is about, but I'm intrigued by the cover, mainly because the cover looks so messed up. Well, this guy decided I am going to re-edit the titles based on what I'm seeing. And as Thomas said, it is comedic gold. Do yourself a favor. Go to Instagram at paperback paradise and if you don't have yourself a laugh just browsing then you're dead inside that's what i have to say so i introduced the panelists to this page and it has just been from what i can tell you guys have been having a ball with it you are damn right we have uh this this is the one that really got christy and i laughing yesterday christy why don't you walk us through this uh this particular uh page turner so this, this beautiful book um, shows a red-haired woman in a lovely but low-cut and slightly shredded red dress um, appearing to be attacking a man who is in some sort of wooden pen with a pitchfork. Um, and it says, Paperback Paradise, life was simple down on the man farm. She raised grass-fed men and slaughtered them. Jane Cuckold, author of... Chokehold. <laughs> Chokehold, sorry. I can't, I can't read the um, <laughs> author of the, what is it, Man Growing? Oh, Man, man Bowling, bowling Alley. alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And on that farm, oh. she had a man. E E I E I. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was the part that got us good yesterday. Uh, and that's okay. So that's the best part. On the uh, you get two pictures usually with each post: the cover and then the back cover, which gives you uh, typically the explanation or the little synop uh, synopsis of the book. And this guy who runs this page gives you his own version of what this story is. And it is, if you're not laughing at the cover then read the synopsis and if you're not laughing at that then again you're dead inside hey the, mcgee would you do us a favor and read us the synopsis for man farm of course 
One morning, Sarah woke from a dream with two words branded into her brain, our story. For it wasn't just a dream, but a vision that she was destined to start her own business. And so she thought about it for 20 or 30 minutes and realized that the market for harvesting and selling man flesh was completely open. Random murder was an option, but she thought she stood to make more money if she could grow her own men, and she was right. The secret to her method is that Earth's full name is Mother Earth, and so it dawned on her that it could bear man children. She planted burlap sacks filled with all the stuff dudes like, baseballs, axes, and car-warmed fries, and upsprung men fully grown with no personality. The only words they could speak were mummy's milk, and they were obsessed with anything from the 1980s. She felt no guilt at taking their lives as she advertised it as an ethical farm-to-table slaughter tale. Wow. Warm fry. From the Hell World collection, stories ripe with hell. <laughs> <laughs> These are amazing. That's just and that's just one of many. This guy, he's like unstoppable with some of these. And I'll be honest, if you scroll through them enough, you will recognize maybe a, a, a book cover that you've seen in your lifetime. Like, look at this one. Yeah, thank you, Thomas, for pulling <laughs> this one up. This one here is just a cover of uh, a wrestling match between Sting and Ric Flair, an <laughs> old school wrestling match. And the what's the what's the name of it, Thomas? Tit Rubber. Tit rubber, and it's just it's Ric Flair giving Sting uh, one of those chops across the chest. Tit rubber. <laughs> These are just too good. Oh, what is this one? It was the Fuck most important up. job interview of his life. <laughs> Fuck that up. That looks like the, ship's the ship leaving a, a planet that's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> humanity uh, had its chance and failed. J.K. Mark, read this in your Optimus Prime. All of it or just the title? All of it right down to the title. All right, all right. Right, right, right down to the guy's name, sorry. <clears throat> humanity had its chance and failed. <laughs> <laughs> now they must eat celestial shit. I can't read the, the yeah. fine print there. There's some real some, <laughs> some real ass some real ass science, science fiction. Some real ass science fiction by BT Fox. D D Fox. D T Fox. As in as in down to Fox. <laughs> down to Fox. That you think that's his name? I mean, what or else think, what else for his name? Do you think it's like a a, a pen name? I'm, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, Here we go. This is a winner. Oh, boy. <laughs> 10,000 years. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you get that like kind of coy sounding narrator. The 10,000 years into the future, it finally happens. Men talk about their feelings. <laughs> it's just two guys a on a chessboard. Tinder be crying. <laughs> it's two dudes on a giant chessboard. <laughs> It says at the bottom for fellas only. <laughs> this is an old oh. Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. 
see, this is one that I remember. Yeah. I remember this book. Yeah. And they, they even used a, it, it was a promotion for the show because there's Sean Ashmore who played the, t- the, the main character. Yeah, the kid, right? Yeah. And he's turning into a dog. And the name of this, <laughs> instead of Animorphs, it is God's Punishment. Now you eat dog shit. <laughs> sure, sure could go for some. <laughs> read this. He says, "Hey, Mark, Mark, Mark. I'll I'll be him. You be the dog." Okay. 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 What's happening? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, wait, I, no, I'm a professional. I can do this. What's happening? Go, try again, Thomas. What's happening? Sure could go for some dog shit. <laughs> what did I do? I eat dog I shit. I eat dog shit now. <laughs> I wish I was eating dog shit right now. <laughs> so, 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 so bad. I have, I have so many questions right now. <laughs> do you? Should we read the story on the back first? Yeah, probably, but <laughs> I have I have follow-ups. Okay, Mark, you're you're our narrator right now for this one. Go ahead. Some people never eat dog shit. Some do. God can see and hear everything. So when Kevin and his friends decide to watch a PG-13 movie when they were supposed to be studying, God knew he would have to punish Kevin since it was his house. The next day, before school, Kevin suddenly morphs into a dog and runs outside to look for dog shits to eat. I have even more questions. He, he, he eats all the dog shit in the neighborhood, and the neighbors give this hungry dog a round of applause for cleaning up the place. But when he morphs back into Kevin, they are all disgusted. They call him dog shit boy and they tell him to stay the hell away <laughs> from their dog's asses. Every, every few hours, Kevin turns back into a dog to eat more dog shit. The only way Kevin will be free of God's curse is to figure out what he's being punished for. But if he can't do that before midnight, he'll eat dog shit for the rest of his life. This tape contains the episodes Dog Shit Boy and God's Gun Parts 1 and 2. Produced by Fear for Back Parents. God's Gun one, <laughs> 1 and 2. Okay. John, so my uh, first, your question. My first question is, what the fuck happened to Optimus Prime's voice like five <laughs> seconds into that bit? It's like, I wish. It was so good. And then all of a sudden, it was like, I'm, I hear Mark. And I'm like, I'm like... What what the fuck is going like that that was my last question, but I'm asking my last I'm going backwards. I'm so my last question first. What the fuck happened to Optimus Prime's voice? Because that was gold. He um he had to take a break because he just couldn't he couldn't read God's punishment. He couldn't do it. <laughs> so I had to fill in and I barely got through it. What gotcha, dog shit boy? Or was it the reading the lines? <laughs> I think it was it was the reading. It was uh, Optimus says I I'm not doing this shit, <laughs> so I had to fill in. Give us a hey mark. Give us give us yeah. the dog's first line in Optimus's voice. Sure, could you go for some dog shit? <laughs> Thank you. That's a wonderful soundbite. 
I eat dog shit now. <laughs> you are just setting these up for me. John, what are do you have wait, any wait, other I questions? Got, I got I got one more. I got one more. Wait, go back go back to the to the front page. <clears throat> a boy turns into a dog and eats dog shit for lying. <laughs> That's like borderline like honest trailer sounding. Um John, follow up questions? Yeah, follow up questions. Um do do you think that there's a vessel to eat the dog shit like like a bowl? Oh no, no. No, no. Or no. do you think he's directly like just like chortling his mouth underneath the dog anus? Yeah, to, he's just suckle John you know what a soft shit, you, you, you know suckle. ice cream, right? You know ice cream, right? Like soft serve? Yeah. Yeah, I I imagine <laughs> I imagine he's basically like the bad <laughs> he's like he's like that bad employee <laughs> at the ice cream place that yeah. waits until it closes, locks the door, draws the shutters, I, lays his head so, underneath the thing and just winds it open. <laughs> so what is this? Is this like two dogs one cup? So that's what that's what my follow up question was. Jeff Jeff just nailed my final question is do you think that the sequel to now you eat dog shit is two dogs one cup where Sean Ashmore has to sit there with the cup or he is the cup maybe you know he has a twin brother Aaron so maybe they're both the dogs so which one was this or were they both in it <sighs> Is this why there's two of them? We both eat dog shit now. <laughs> and both talk like Optimus Prime, apparently. I, I, I'm ready to see the, the sequel where they eat wombat shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> and don't forget the classic from uh, Barbula Slamp. Christy, can you can you walk war. us through this this classic? Oh, you want me to take this? <laughs> yes, yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, why not? For no reason. Go ahead. No reason at um, all, yeah. From Barbula Slamp, <laughs> from 1,000 light years away, came a ship designed to destroy, to destroy all mankind. Pussy of War. <laughs> <laughs> Go tell us and, more. And from the back of the book. Oh, goodness. They had discovered Earth and wanted to make first contact, so they sent... A pussy of peace. An autonomous ship designed to bring peace to Earth that was shaped like a pussy. Inside was a chamber of absolute calm where Earth's people would learn the secrets to life and happiness. But the ship was deemed a threat by Earth government and was destroyed. Then came a pussy of clemency. <laughs> a far more advanced ship that bore the same gift and projected three words into space for all of Earth to read. It's all good. Yes, forgiveness was its mission. And yes, it too was shaped like a pussy. But its compassion was deemed an even greater threat than peace. So it was destroyed even harder. And now comes a pussy of war. Explode my pussy once, shame on you. Explode my pussy twice, it's wartime. Humans had their chance to make a new friend and now they'll pay in blood. Coming for Earth was an indestructible pussy that could phase through dimensions to inflict pains unknown to man. Earth was not ready for the shit it was about to go through. You do not disrespect another planet like that. 
<laughs> John, questions for the audience? And it only costs uh, I, I, $3 US. <laughs> Thank you. Christy. I have no questions amazing. about this. I only have one statement. Oh? Yeah. I was fucking afraid of pussies before Christy read all of that. <laughs> now I'm fucking terrified. You're welcome. If it's a pussy of war, you should be terrified. Because as McGee said, explode my pussy once. Shame on you. <laughs> but explode my pussy twice. It's war time. These are truly incredible. And if we don't stop really doing are. these, we're probably never going to stop doing them. And we have one more thing to get you know. to before we call it here. So uh, we, we have... We uh, might as well. We could spend an entire show just going through uh, paperback. <laughs> <laughs> One more animals that owe me money. North American moochers. I tell you, my my favorite one is uh one that I might I might have to uh I might have to uh buy a poster of this. Okay, oh, one, oh more, one more, oh. one more, one yeah. <laughs> more. Jeff, I think you should read this. One. I think you should. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, by uh, by famed American author Sandy Horseflesh. I think old whiskey this should is... give this to us, Jeff. Oh, okay, old oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> go get him. Uh, okay, so uh, this is by famed American novelist uh, Sandy Horseflesh, and this is the American classic titled "The Coming Room." And down at the bottom it says, win a free plane ride. And some other words that are too small to read. <laughs> Into, Into a, a mountain. mountain. Details inside. <laughs> oh boy, there's more. It's the horniest room in the house. The third date of David and Sarah had just ended and now they were on the couch. Hot and ready to consummate their dinner of chicken tenders and french fries. With a little fresh sex. Sarah began to unbutton David's shirt up when he stopped her. Not here, babe, he said. Let's move to the coming room. <laughs> the coming room was the only room in David's house that he had designed for... <laughs> that he had... It was the only room in David's house that he had designed for coming. It was also his bedroom... <laughs> <laughs> where all of his action figures and collectibles were kept. <laughs> After a man comes there is a 15 second window where any blow struck against him will automatically end his life. And David <laughs> David just couldn't comfortably nut without the safety of David's room. As the sign on the wall proudly stated if I have sex anywhere else, I'll get <laughs> scarred and peeve. <laughs> I can't read it. <laughs> I'll come get on, scared and pee might come out instead, David confessed. Sarah leaned in and whispered into his ear, I'll do anything for the man who brought me chicken fingers. Oh. <laughs> okay, we can't top that with these well, today. Well done. Well we done. will not top that with those. Okay. okay. Uh, we have one thing left on the agenda for today's uh, topics to discuss. Christy, 
We are going to talk about something you found. Uh, you and I have this kind of habit of finding things we probably shouldn't buy, but really, really, really want and send to each other. Um, this this fell into that category. Do you want to walk us through this? Yeah. So I had been thinking, you know, everyone's mostly getting vaccinated. Summer's on its way. We're just sort of experiencing this end of hibernation for the human race is sort of how it feels. And I was thinking about what, what that might look like for me. And, you know, in my heart, I know that what I really need is some aggressively whimsical energy. And I think that this item is going to go a long way in helping me achieve it. So it is a Gatling bubble machine. Um, it comes in four colors, black, gold, pink, and blue, uh, which is great because you're going to want to buy a lot and everyone will be able to know which color is theirs. There's eight holes in the front of it that allegedly blow out hundreds of bubbles a minute. And so I really went down the rabbit hole with this one. I watched like a ton of YouTube videos where people were reviewing this and I was reading the Amazon comments. Um, and I just, uh, I, I want one. I want like 12 of them. I want one in each hand. I want to figure out how to operate one with my feet. I just want to be like a bubble hemorrhaging being. <laughs> These are, I just want to point out that this was on sale the other day as well and only had like six hours left and now it's on sale for less. Listen, it's always on sale and you can get on Amazon for cheaper. Ooh, there you go. So, well, you hear I that? Daryl, Daryl A dot net. Yeah, don't. Yeah. John, you look very excited. I am so happy right now. 4K? Like, this feels like a weapon built to fuck up Smurfs. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. Wow. With bubbles? You're not wrong. Like, like imagine, if you will, like older versions of ourselves who are angry and don't want fucking Smurfs around, so we dress up like Gargamel. And we get these bubble Gatling guns and just wreck shop. And then when we're done with them, we go fuck up the snorks. This I was about basically to say, you sounds like us. snorks alone. Or are you gonna, yeah. No, we're gonna fuck so, wait, so, so listen here. So one of the Amazon reviews, which I think might be the best review, short and sweet, ever written, said, and I quote, the wind is strong, the blistering speed is fast, and the quantity is large. Ooh. hey -o. I mean, did I sell it? I feel like I sold it. I feel it. like you sold it, yeah. You sold something. You sold something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if it was this bubble machine, but you well, sold something. Someone else's Amazon uh, review also said, the number of bubbles is very large and children like it very much. Which, Yikes. That's which creepy. makes me a little nervous. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I feel like the day that we like are free... Like, actually free of COVID. Uh, I know you guys got, like, the no mask thing, but we still, it's still, like, full-blown COVID year. Um, so, you know, like, one, one day, maybe, like, 10 years from now when this all blows over, we can, uh, you know, get together with Gatlin bubble guns and, and, and bubble the place up. Like John said, John will come dressed as Gargamel. Oh, and one more, one more secret, one more secret, secret feature. You can take, take the, uh, you can take the tip off, um, and there's a fan inside that powers the bubble. But it says that you can use it to cool yourself off after playing with your bubble battles. Oh, that's nice. Use it. Yeah. Where does just, it say that? In in the description on the bottom. Hold on. Just uh, nip the tip. Oh yeah, and they they write it. Down. Thomas, the Jesus. way that. That's this, amazing. The way that it's worded on this website is like 
real quality grammar. Yeah. The bubble guns Wait, has eight bubble holes to blows out hundreds of colorful bubbles per minute. Innovative bubble guns design and colorful bubble also caters to the children's preference and catches their attention. Bubble guns is made from non-toxic ABS material. This is quite boring to read. Uh, with no leaks or spills <laughs> design. Oh my God, it's just terrible. The grammar's horrible. Kids are safe to carry the bubble guns around and enjoy their bubble chasing. I don't know, depending on where you are. <laughs> Our <laughs> colorful bubble guns are easy to attach. Easy to attach to what? Like a mount? Does that kid have a cigarette, Does that kid have a cigarette in his mouth while holding this Gatling? Kind of looks like it. Look at him. He's smoking. Yeah, he should. That's how he's you. Like, that's he, how you recharge. He looks like your, he's on the set of Predator. Eye. Someone come get your boy here. He's yeah. smoking his cigarette using a Gatling bubble gun. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there you go. If you want to have we... some diabolical fun blowing bubbles, uh, get yourself a bubble cat. I like how John found a way to turn lots of bubbles into something maniacal. I just, I just, I just wanted to have a nice whimsical time, John. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that with John. You should know this by now. <laughs> okay, I, I like that we live in worlds where you don't think that wrecking shop on Smurfs is a good whimsical time. I mean, that's also true. Like, I mean, the I noticed Smurfs none of you wanted to go camping with the Smurfs, so I should have expected this. I mean, that's also true. Like, you yeah. did, you did pre-establish I mean, this. My bad. Sorry, I'll never do it again. I'm surprised Jeff didn't say that was a callback. <laughs> that was a callback. Well, and we've just about uh, done everything we do in a normal episode. So, does anybody want to plug uh, where folks find them on things? No. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> uh, I'm here. You're here. I hear. Yeah. I hear. Frank. <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I hear. John. Is uh, yeah. You, something. You there. know what? I'll okay. I'll do it. I'll. Uh, you can find me still on Twitter and Instagram at Mark the Bat. Uh, I'll be doing some more music stuff uh, very very soon. So if you're interested in any of that, keep uh keep keep uh tabs and stuff. You, you can find Mark on social media at FTM podcast feed. And uh, thank you. This is, this has been a fun time. So uh, I don't think we have a clip to hit on the way out. And this one's my responsibility. So my bad. Uh, yeah, John, what's up? Uh, 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 when are we going to start the show? Oh, oh, let me hit record. Flash.